Welcome to Stack of Stats. I am Pamela Maldonado, joined by Anthony Charter, DFS analyst and killer of dreams. Let's just start (laughs) off by saying that, Charter, I am so happy to have you back. Tell me, were there any big bets, any big misses from last week's British Open? No, no. I mean, we almost said the Spieth, right? We almost said Brooksy, right? I don't really recall anything else important. <laughs> You're right. Nothing big at all happened. Like, I loved Colin Morikawa. And you said, nope, nope, bad fail. He, terrible putter. In all fairness, he did like. He's a terrible putter. Lights out. <laughs> he had everything lights out. He had pristine conditions all four of his rounds, too. In, in that sense, it was a really lame open because it literally was like the perfect conditions anyone could have ever asked for for an open mm-hmm. championship. Of course, it's still beautiful, though. I'll give that. But I do want, you know, I got Colin Morikawa. If I had left Colin Morikawa on my card, I would have correctly guessed the first, the second, the third, the fourth, and the sixth place person. <laughs> so I kind of really crushed the open minus... Yeah having the outright and that's a fault of yours. <laughs> that's all your no, all, all on fault you. Of yours fault for of not mine. falling through. But I do want to say, I do want to hear. Was I right? Say it. Say it. Well were, were you right? I mean you didn't follow through. So but I was can right. you be right? But, but I was right. <laughs> I was it, right. it was a sick it was a sixth <laughs> call. But you didn't hear what he had to say at the Scottish. You didn't know how he did at the Scottish. I mean, like it's golf. It's, it's going to happen. It happened one other time this year. I was, I was totally off on Patrick Reed at the farmers. I was on Fina and Hovland. Hovland and Fina both finished second. Patrick Reed won. Looked like an ass then. Looked like an ass now. But that's golf. Let's just say and, just and, say and it. I will just, just say. Just say it. Just say it. And then we can move on. Well, what, 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 you, you were right. I was wrong. Yes. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, I mean, I still had some really good. I still had some really good bets, though. But we did have a yes, really good. Yeah, you were like right. I, I I was wrong. Yes, I, there do it, it again. But there it is. I collectively you know, we collectively we did do really well. So I can't get mad about that. Um, and I mean, you know, I'm not even really. I'm not mad. I'm not bummed. Whatever. It was fun. It was nice having all four of my guys in the top five. So I wasn't feeling anxious, you know, at all. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. You have helped me save money before this. It was just an unlucky situation. There's been times where you're like, nope, I don't like him taking him off my card, and dude missed the cut. So this was just one of those weekends where Marikoa just like showed up. And he just crushed yeah. life. But this is he a was betting. Literally gifted the the event. I mean, like yeah. this know, is he, a lesson. He's that... never ever gonna play that good of golf ever again. That is peak, peak, peak performance. Well, we have seen him play this well before. It's just why he has another uh, major under his belt. But this is uh, a lesson. Well, still wasn't as good. But I, I we'll, move, we'll move on from Colin Morgan. Instead, I do want to talk about this being a little bit of a reminder. One of the things with col- which with college football coming up. With the NFL season coming up, heck, even tennis coming up, there's things that are happening. There's sports that are coming back. I like this. I really liked that this happened. It's right at the perfect timing for me because this is a reminder to myself as we get into football to trust the process. What I do more often and then not during football season, I lay the fuck off Twitter. I don't check. I don't look at the timeline. I don't care who's doing what, because when I see when I love, let's say the Raiders and somebody is fading them, I start to doubt 
Well, maybe yeah. I don't like my team after all. Well, maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking maybe I'm over. You start getting into your brain and you overthink the situation. I sure. don't care what people do on Twitter. I don't care what they have to say. There's a select few people, and I mean a select few of people, like maybe two or three people that I trust when it comes to football. And if they have nothing to say, then I ignore the rest of the world. I trust yeah. myself and myself only. This is and why I do well in football. When you start doubting your process, when you start seeing what other people are doing, then you start losing that bankroll. And this is yeah. just a reminder to trust the process. And golf, it's it, so it's finicky. True, it's true. not even about that. Yeah, not even talking time. about golf. Talking about for all sports. Like if you are yeah. somebody who likes to do your own process and you have your own method and you like to do your own study, stick with it. Heck, even if yeah. you don't, if you have a group of people that say you follow five handicappers on Twitter. Stick to those five handicappers. Don't start incorporating somebody in week 13 that you didn't use weeks one through 12. Like stick to yeah. your process and it's going to come pay out dividends in the end. And that's another thing that kind of hurt me too, because I, I kind of had this look at Colin that I was like, I, I don't think he's going to perform well. And then at least three different people who I trust all bet him to miss the cut. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, if they're literally betting him to miss the cut, mm -hmm. then like, you know, my, my process is there. And most of their right. were based off of, you know, him never playing links and, and hating right. it on at the Scottish and, and blah, blah, blah. But you know, like <laughs> they just, I mean, it, it was, it was amazing to see, like he, he didn't even, I mean, he, he putted still pretty good, right. but like his irons were just incredible. Lights out. Like it was just, it was insane. Like he'll. All in all, I am right. You are wrong. Trust the process. Podcast over. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Let's move on to this week. It is the 3M Open in Minnesota. It is Michael Thompson is the defending champ. He is back to defend his 2020 title. This was his first tour in seven years. Dude, grinded. Talk about grinding out the scenario yeah. and get your first tour win in seven years. He had one top 10 finish in the 2019-2020 season and missed seven out of 11 cuts before he took this win. In, in round one, he kind of crushed life. He shot seven under 64, and he rode that to a finish. So are we going to see a similar story this week? Who knows? This Probably. Forces that it can definitely happen. But Dustin yeah. Johnson, he comes into this tournament as a plus 70 favorite. He hasn't had a tour win since the November Masters. Followed by Louis Uthuizen. He took third at the Open. Another bridesmaid situation. <laughs> Followed by Tony Finau, who had two missed cuts yeah. in the last three. Patrick Reed, he missed the cut at the Open. And Cameron Chigali, he has one top 20 in his last seven tournaments. Those are your top five. That's not really a good bunch. So you can kind of just assume, uh, take a look at the rest of the field. And it's not a great tournament to be loading, unloading your bankroll on. This is one of those. I mean, I, I even expected to see a couple of those guys, like even Louie or DJ WD, but mm -hmm. it, it hasn't early. happened yet. It hasn't happened. Looking at the course, it is the TPC Twin Cities. It is a par 71. It is over 7,400 yards. It is an Arnold Palmer design with the help of Tom Lehman, and it is on bent grass greens, and it has been raining a lot. So the greens are going to be soft. So that tells me that I am looking for players who are great with their irons and who are going to go right for the pin and have great birdie opportunities because they can nail their targets. What do you think about the stats for this week? Yeah, I mean, it, it is being a little bit more lush, 
But the, the two inches of rain that they have received are the first two inches of rain they've received in over two months. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the course isn't going to retain that water very well. So they, they are still expecting it to be a little bit firm and a little bit fast. And it is on a little bit of elevation as well. So um, it probably won't end up playing like 7,400 yards. But man, this course has a ton of water elsewhere, if not soaked into the course there are 27 water hazards here the water is in play in on 15 holes but literally nine of the driving holes water is a hazard waiting you know like we saw last year evr put it in the water so many times (laughs) dj DJ shot like an 80 in round one and wd'd after going for after having a, Mm -hmm. a tin cup moment trying to put it close mm-hmm. to the green, put two balls in the water. However, however, yes, there are a lot of bunkers. There's a lot of ha- water hazards. Yeah. Water comes into play in 12 holes. But Michael Thompson in 2020, he still won this tournament shooting 19 under. So it's not, it yeah. des- there's a lot of hazards, but it doesn't necessarily make this course oh, no, more yeah. difficult. I think it's it would just, play as the ninth easiest course. Yeah, so don't get it confused. Seasons. Don't get it so confused. Lots there's of lots birdies. of water. Exactly. Lots, be a lot yeah, of water. there might be lots of worries, but the, the even though the fairways were narrowed in 2018 during a, reno- a renovation, just to make it a little more challenging, the greens are still huge. The fairways mm-hmm. are still huge. There's going to be a ton of birdies. So, uh, like in your models, fire up all the scoring stats. Birdie or uh, better. Fans National has. Yeah, opportunities gained, paired that with birdie or better. You can get Eagles gain, DraftKings scoring, just all the birdies, strokes gain approach, putting on bent grass, par five scoring is going to be huge once again, uh, long par three scoring as well. The par fours are kind of mixed all over, so just par four scoring in general will have a, a key. But, I mean, yeah, proximity probably will play a little bit. There's an interesting stat this course actually has the second most shots from 175 to 200 yards and then 200 mm. yards over than any other course on tour. Um, so, yeah, a lot of long irons going to be in play this week. I know three of the par five or par threes are over 200 yards. So, yeah, I'm gonna a, be lot, real. a lot of long shots. I'm going to be real. I'll be honest. That's what this is podcast is for about honesty and openness. And Hey, let's try to get through this strategy together. I'm on vacation this week and I spent about two minutes, like a solid two minutes looking at some players for this week. (laughs) I did not take any time invested at all. And I still like my card. So let's see. It's kind of the week to do it. Kind of the week to do it. Roll the dice. I didn't take any really any favorites. And like I said, warning, I spent all but less than five minutes looking at this. And here's what we came up with for your top five players. Uh, a few of the players that you like. The first one that you like is Cameron Tringali. He is one of the top five favorites. His top 20 odds are plus 140. And for him to win is plus 2,800. Looking at how he does on bent grass greens, he does have a 19th place finish, followed by a 32nd at the Charles Schwab this year. How he's done this year. Like I said, he has one top 20 finish in his last seven starts. He has but before three mis- that, he has three missed cuts. And I'm looking at recent. He's coming into this with not great recent form. He has lost strokes off the tee in his last seven events. His ball striking is off and on. His around the green, he's lost strokes around the green back to back events. And his putting, that's what's been doing well for him. So, what do you like about Tringali for this week? Well, one of the things we need to start looking at, too, is the FedEx Cup and, and Ryder Cup rankings and stuff, because those things are going to start matter 
are going to matter. They start getting into people's heads. Tringale is sitting 39th right now in FedEx Cup. If he gets to 30th, he guarantees himself a monstrous payday of at least like $300,000. So that that's huge for someone like Tringali. So he's sitting 39th, needs to get some points. You know, he's, he's obviously looking really good for the first two playoff events, but everyone wants to make it to East Link. Um, but through easy scoring bent grass courses, he's actually fourth in strokes gained total over his last 12 and fourth overall in putting, which is really nice. So he generally likes to show up in these like birdie fests. The last three months, he's still sixth in par four scoring, 11th in the 550 to 600 par five range and 14th in birdie or better. Look, early in the season, we were all over Cam and Tringali. He and had I have not met him since. <laughs> He had a ton of top tens and top twenties that even I think he had six top twenties that paid for us. And one of them, he like finished T21. So he just mm-hmm. missed out on the payment for that. Um, but I mean, he's coming off his career best finish at a major, which was uh, I believe, at the open. Yeah. 26 at the open. And he finished uh, T 14th in Detroit two weeks before or two weeks ago. So, yeah, I mean, and he finished T3, T3 last year at um, at the 3M. At the 3M. So I'm liking it. Uh, I like him for at least a top 20, um, but I also like him against Grillo for a head-to-head for minus 110. I like it. The next player that you like is Pat Kazire. Kazir? Kazire. 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 His top 20 odds are plus 225 for him to win. It is plus 5,000. He is one of the longer shots. But on he on Bentgrass Greens, dude looks pretty good. He took 24th Very at good. the Shriners. He took third at the Byron Nelson, third at the Charles Schwab, and 11th at the John Deere. However, if you hear those tournaments, two of those are team events. So that's my little caveat right there. But how, he, how has he done in his last few events in recent form? He had back-to-back-to-back missed cuts at the Memorial, at the Palmetto, and the Travelers, but he followed that up with a 25th place at the Rocky Mortgage and 11th at the John Deere just last week. What do you like about Kazara for this week? Uh, yeah, same thing. Like I was on him. He, he had two third place finishes in a row just before the three missed cuts. So it's kind of been up mm-hmm. and down, but like he's striking the ball really nicely. You know, like it's not like he missed the cup by a mile in those ones, but he's sitting 47th in the FedEx cup rankings. So he's in there too, sniffing at that top 30. Um, he's second in strokes gained total over the last 12 rounds on easy courses and, and which have bent grass greens and first in short game. So his, his around the green and putting are phenomenal generally. Mm-hmm. And in the last three months, he's 10th in opportunities gain. He's first in birdies and fifth in putting. So yeah, like I, I like the bounce back after the two um, the or after the three missed cuts and I mean, th- this is one of those times like he, he has won back-to-back events in the swing season and, and we're approaching that kind of area right now where like, you know, the, the next field or this field especially is very weak. Very soft. Uh, he, he needs to take advantage of it. Yes. So the next players that you like are ones that I also share. Um, I have in common. So we're just going to go through those together. This is your third player that I like. The first on my list is Luke list. He is top oh, 20. Plus 250 for a top 20 he is plus 4,500 to win. I'm going to have you know that I did about five minutes of study before this, and I learned about some of these names for the very first time. So let's see how that turns out. <laughs> so <laughs> Luke List, him on uh, Bent Grass Greens, he did take fourth at the John Deere Classic just last week. He's having a pretty decent uh, 2021 season. He did also, just like 
the person that we talked about, just Kazire, just he had a back-to-back-to-back missed cut at the Swab Memorial and Palmetto. Yeah. Big bounce back with two top five finishes, fourth at the John Deere, fifth at the Bar- Barbasol. Barb. At the Barb. <laughs> fifth at the Barb. And he is doing really well off the tee. His ball striking is there. His iron shots are there. His around the green is pretty neutral. He has lost strokes putting in a few well, of his he tournaments. One of the worst, but he's one of the tour. worst putters. Yep. <laughs> Team no putt on this. Uh, what else can you add to Luke list of potentially him doing well? Um, list is 89th in the FedEx cup. So he'll make the first one, but really needs to get it going to make the second one. Um, you know, he has his, he has his card locked up, but it, the T to green game is so good for Luke. He's second T to green and fifth ball striking third round the green. It just, he suffers with the potting so much. It, like if you just get a week where he only loses one stroke or less, Right. He it, it's pretty much an automatic top ten, top twenty. It's just he's one of the most frustrating people to watch playing golf. I, I'd rather just look at his scorecard and be like, oh, birdie bogey, birdie bogey, instead of actually <laughs> watching him, because Luke Liss can easily miss like a three foot putt. Tilt. I, I just <laughs> I, I don't understand it, but you know he could play a three hundred and twenty yard tee shot, a uh, hundred and eighty yard approach shot to three feet and missed the putt just easily. Like I, it's just some of those guys, you know, the, the, the tour is full with them, but um, he, he has over 22 strokes gained in his last two events. He's number one in my model dominates par five scoring the long par threes driving distance. He's third overall in driving distance. That should come into play. And, and op, his opportunities gain numbers are insane too. It, it's literally <laughs> just the putter. So uh, I like him for at least a top 20 as well. And then he has a head head against Ryan Moore, which I like as well. Another player that we both have in common is somebody that I had never heard of. I probably should have. Don't crucify me here, but it's Hank Lebiota, top 20. Hammer and Hank. Top 20 plus 225 and to win plus 4,000. I don't know. I kind of like him to win this tournament. There's a lot to like yeah. about him on his yeah. grass greens. He took 17th and 8th at the Byron Nelson and at John Deere just last week. And in 2021, he's kind of crushing life. He uh, has very crushing in his last three events. He took fifth at the Travelers, fourth at the Rocket Mortgage, eighth at the John Deere. He's pretty neutral off the tee, which tells me that he's not necessarily he's, he's not short. a good he's not a good long. Exactly. He's a short hitter. Yeah. He's not gaining too much with that distance. But his iron shots are there. His ball striking. He has gained strokes in six straight events. He has gained strokes in six straight events around the green and he has gained strokes putting in six straight events i like hank leviota a lot this week his tee to green is pretty good i is there anything else to add to him no i mean it's really hard to ignore the the form um i i I think betting i probably would have him dfs wise it's just he's going to be super highly owned so like i I can only do the bets that's why he's Mm -hmm. on here um, I, I'm not sure about betting him outright, but like a top 10, top, top 20 10. head to heads just looks so good. I mean, he's got three top mm-hmm. tens in a row. Um, even with, with those three top 10, he's only sitting 86 in FedEx. So he still has to be motivated to, to keep it going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just looking right in the here. He's fourth in birdies, eighth in good drives gained. So even without the driving distance, the with the eighth and good drives gained, it just means that he's making greens and regulation, you know, eighth best in the field, no matter where his tee shot ends up. Right. Um, and with the rough being 
I mean, like it, it says on on the sheet that it's three inches, but some boots on the ground have said the the rough is is pretty not penal this week. And I saw like a an, a five year old child roll a ball into the rough, and you could see it the whole way. So I, I don't think we're really going to need to worry about rough being no. in play. It's just you know get your ball off the tee, get it to the green, and and drain some putts, and that's that's what he does big time. The next player that you are having that you have on your list that you consider as a sleeper, I like yeah. him as a normal bet is Mito Pereira for a top twenty. Yeah, he is plus three fifty to win. He is plus seventy five hundred. This is definitely one of the longer shots. But it, yeah. how has he done? On I mean, he doesn't have a lot of history because he's new no. to the tour. In his, this is going to be his fifth tour start. He had back to back missed cuts at the Puerto Rico Open Rocky Mortgage Classic, but that was his first and second tour event. He followed that up with 35th at the John Deere Classic. He followed that up with a fifth place finish at the Barbasol Championship. He is in the green. We're off the tee, strokes gained on the approach, his ball striking around the green. He has improved. Um, He gained two strokes at the Barbasol Championship, and it's his putting. However, he's not losing a lot of strokes putting. He is staying pretty neutral, which is what you want to see. I like Mito Pereira. Why do you consider him a sleeper? Well, I mean, this is literally his fourth PGA Tour start, uh, officially, really. Well, the Puerto Rico one, I forget why that one doesn't specifically count, but I I don't think he was, it it wasn't like an official start or something. But Mm -hmm. yeah, either way, you know, his fifth start um, in the PGA Tour I mean, we talked about him, what, three three shows ago. I think it was at the Rocky Mortgage Classic, yeah. Yeah, he, he missed the cut, but I mean, he still made seven birdies. He just unfortunately made six bogeys. So, you know, he, he missed the cut by missed the cut by two. But then, you know, he followed that up with two great starts, especially at his price. I mean, you know, for you, you could have been him top 40 two weeks ago at, at mm-hmm. a, probably a, still a pretty good number. And he would have cashed it. And then last week he would have cashed a, a whole bunch of bets. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it, he, he doesn't have to do anything. He, he has his tour card. He. He got the battlefield promotion through the Corn Ferry Tour, which is winning three times in a season. So that's an instant promotion. He's he's here to stay. Um, he's really good friends with Joaquin Neiman, who we all know is like you know an amazing golfer as well. They're mm-hmm. both from Chile, and uh, yeah, I, I mean th- this is definitely a field to for him to take it down in. So I have some juicy bets for Fermito as well, and. I mean, like he's gained 16 strokes tee to green in his last two events. That's that's really good. Those are going to be the players that you like then. The ones that you have as standalones is Cameron Tringali, Pat Gazire. The ones that you and I have in common are Luke List, Hank Lipiota, and Mito Pereira. And then I have one additional player that I like, and it is Ma- Maverick McNeely. Up 20 plus 225 for him to win is plus 4,000. He has improved on bent grass greens. He missed the cut, yeah. 20th, took 18th. And then in recent form for 2021, he's also doing pretty well. He has one, two, three, four, four top 20 finishes in his last six starts. And the one that he missed, he took 21st at the Rocky Mortgage. So he is doing pretty well. He is pretty decent off the green. His ball striking collectively is a solid. His around the green is where he tends to lose most. But I want somebody who has a good ball striker, who is good putting. And that's exactly Maverick McNeely. Can you tell me a little bit more about him of why he would be a good fit? 
Um, I, he, he is one of the, like, w- when it comes to, like, guys who can just go off with the putter, McNeely's name is always going to show up. I, I always like the idea of playing with Maverick McNeely, but one thing that always kind of rub me, rubs me the wrong way, his family is billions of billions of heirs. <laughs> they have unlimited money. And I just, I always kind of, like, like, where's the motivation? I mean, he, he's always yeah. just, just having a good time. And, you know, of course he wants to be a pro, but I mean, like his family is worth billions of dollars. So like, it's just, I always have a hard time because I, I always like finding the hungry guys. Right. And I mean, you know, if you already have all the money you could ever want, like Correct. you lose a little bit of that motivation, but I mean, it hasn't stopped him from being good. I mean, the last three months, he, He's 17th ball striking, 22 T to green. His birdies are still there. He's 21st and in, in birdie or better. The driving distance, he's 28th. I I mean, the, the, the guy's good. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I that, like that's it. pretty much it. That is why he is on my list. So you and I do share a few guys this week. So we'll see how that goes. Are we yeah. either going to crush life or are we are going to both be sad in the corner? there's definitely potential for either or in a week like this 100% these are one of the weeks where you like I said don't lay out your entire bankroll on tournaments like this because you don't have any of the top guys you don't have a large number of the guys at the top who are in this field and then the ones who are coming in like Dustin Johnson Louis Uthuizen what type of motivation do they have coming back from the open and doing well at the open traveling is going to be an issue they may end up WD they may have a bad first round in WD Dean. So yeah. I would be hesitant with putting money up on the guys who are up at the top. Um, and then also you're talking about how looking at the FedEx cup rankings, I'm not a big believer in something like that. I think it's similar to people who play uh, teams in, in football. Oh, I'm going to, they, they're, they need one more win in order to make the playoffs just because the team needs one. Doesn't mean they're going to get one. Um, it's sure. a good motivation to have, but golf yeah. is still a finicky sport and anything can happen on any given day. Four rounds of golf. You got to play perfect. If you want to be up at the top. Yeah. But do make sure to check out at charter on Anthony uh, charter on Twitter. At Ant Charter <laughs> is his handle. And you can see his DFS articles at tourjunkies.com. Make sure to follow me at Pamela M35. We do have the Tokyo Olympics coming up. So I'm going to be looking at tennis here in the next couple of days when the draw comes out and then next week. And then starting next week, it's football. It's Pam and football. Life is happy. Life is, life is good. <laughs> but that does it for another episode of Sack of Stats. Thanks for listening. Good luck this week.